looking uh, forward to the future here uh, without obviously forgetting uh, killing fields of South Sudan. So that's uh, something that we have to deal with and it leaves people all the time. But looking to the future, my uh, topic is conflict, corruption, and long-term challenges. Uh, politics, uh, conflict, corruption, and long-term challenges for South Sudan. So we started conflict. Future conflicts in South Sudan might be external as well as internal. The old south, uh, north-south conflict could return. At the end of this month, the interim results of the uh, recent referendum will be announced, followed in February by the final results. It is believed that over, so far over 98% uh, uh, of have voted for independence. Some within the S uh, NCP leadership have already hinted that they will accept the results. But the important step will be when they accept this officially and recognize the new country following official results. So by not accepting, there are risk factors. If, if any, anything happens, to recognizing the results or recognizing the new country. Uh, that is uh, a major risk for uh, continued conflict. Once this hurdle has been overcome, uh, the two peace partners will have to negotiate and agree on the post referendum issues. So these are the points in the CPA the two partners have yet to finalize. So they include citizenship, what is going to happen to the nearly two million southerners uh, in the north, and nearly half a million northerners in the south. So if you have revenue sharing, uh, at the moment they share southern oil 50-50, uh, the south doesn't receive any proceeds from uh, the northern oil. As we move forward, uh, the south, uh, at the moment, the composition is about 80% oil is southern oil. So theoretically, the, the North could lose that, but as we've had before, because of the transportation of the oil and the servicing of the oil, uh, the South will continue to share the oil with the North. It's a matter of percentages, but uh, that's what you decided. So there's also the issue of debt uh, sharing, which is about, Sudan owes about $39 million. Uh, and the two parties have to agree on how to share uh, that debt. There's the issue of beer, which is very emotive for southerners. They are ethnic southerners. It's a, it's a deep group that lives there. So obviously, for southerners, uh, it's more than oil. Uh, it's an issue that has to be decided. We also have the South Korea Farm and Bruna popular consultations, for which the SPLM feels uh, a lot of responsibility because they are negotiated for them, although theoretically these places are part of the North. So these have to be uh, finalized. Uh, there's also the security arrangement where there's a presence of the SPA, Southern Army, in various areas in, in, uh, of the North, including Khartoum, uh, Southern Kofan, and the Blue Line. How are they going to disengage the armies? Then there's a border demarcation where it is believed that 80% have been uh, agreed on. This is uh, excluding a bear but there's a remaining 20% that will have to be uh, agreed upon. So what happens if the deadline of 9th July is not met uh, and we could not agree on this? It's not clear. 
there's no provision at the moment for, say, continuing any of these items for the post-referendum or independence stage for the negotiation between two independent states. There's also no provision for extending 9th of July as the uh, envisaged date for independence of the South. So even all, uh, even all these things, even all, if even all these things have been addressed, independence and independence came peacefully. Uh, there's about 1,200 1, miles uh, covering uh, border between the north and the south. Uh, this is going to be very hard to guard. So uh, it's not going to be a matter, matter of security forces or armies. It's going to be a matter probably of fluid boundaries and economic cooperation to sustain that peace. Uh, other unpredicted events uh, could, could occur within the next two days. As we've seen recently, things uh, keep uh, happening in Sudan at very rapid uh, speed. So unforeseen events could completely change these plans. Uh, you know, talk about uprising, corrupt government, military coup, any of those things. Uh, it's this factor. We have the trouble of Darfur. In Darfur, uh, the Darfuris, there's a lot of sympathy from the south. Uh, even if the peace is negotiated successfully, if genocide continues in Darfur to an extreme level, even if the SPLM, for strategic reasons, do not want to intervene, there will be a strong feeling of sympathy and perhaps pressure from the people. Uh, we share a long border with Darfur as well, along two of the states in South Sudan. So this is regarding the risk uh, the, uh, relating to the old North-South conflict. There is another conflict, which is the LRA conflict. So this is the Ugandan rebel group, which is uh, sporadically active in southern Sudan. Um, they are very uh, uh, brutal, with a very bad uh, history uh, killing civilians. Uh, in the past, uh, the government of the South has refused to engage with them uh, for obvious reasons, because of their preoccupation with the uh, security situation in the North. But with peace coming, uh, the costs will be under pressure to look into this, especially because of the specific areas, like especially Western Equatoria, uh, where the IRA have been very concentrated. Uh, moving on, we have the uh, internal, internal conflicts in the South, which of course uh, we all know very well about. But on top of this, we have the tribal conflicts. These are historical, they go back to uh, Prehistory. This is how most of the tribes are structured. They fight over grazing lands and uh, water resources, cattle rustling, stuff like that. Uh, these could not be contained by any of the governments uh, from the Turkish Egyptians' time through the British uh, uh, Egyptian period to the Northern Sudanese rule, and even now under Goss, these things continue. Uh, for example, last year in 2009, <coughs> these wars were responsible for displacement of about 300,000 people, which basically eclipsed the, uh, the, the, the displacement that was happening in Darfur around the same period. Uh, but of late, it seems to have improved. Uh, because have uh, uh, mobilized a large amount of SPLA, put them around the countryside. So the statistics for 2010 are much better. Uh, but that has unfortunately been associated with claims for, you know, uh, atrocities and, and human rights abuses. 
question, which a uh, couple of sons don't have to deal with. Um, political, internal political problems within the South, these are the major ones. We obviously still have the militia, the former militia that used to be supported by Northern Sudan. They, they might continue to act as proxies for uh, the Northern Sudanese government if they continue to believe that destabilizing the South is strategically beneficial uh, to the North. Uh, but more importantly are the existing Southern Sudanese opposition groups, uh, about 23 of them. Uh, most of them are not very large and they tend to be based in Khartoum. Uh, they will move to the south if the south is uh, uh, declared independent. Last October, the south-south dialogue involving these parties and the ruling SDLM ended in a declaration of unity of purpose. And this was to support the referendum and create a council which will oversee the review of the current SPLM interim constitution. Uh, they should get this ready for by July 9th, which is the English National Day of Independence. Uh, there's no doubt, uh, doubt that if the work started on this, that this table will be ready. Um, but uh, the important thing is that everyone, everyone will have to stay on course uh, if, this, if this thing has to be achieved. Uh, otherwise, there will be serious threats uh, that could actually uh, cause problems for the future South Sudan. But even bigger than all this is within the SKLM itself. Uh, we have a history of conflict within the SKLM, as we all know, dated back to 1991. And even before that, and more recently, after the recent elections of 2010, April 2010, where feuds uh, have happened. So moving towards the future, this is a risk factor that uh, the people in the South would have to deal with. Moving on to corruption. Uh, there has been allegations of widespread corruption in the government, army, and private sector, especially in the early stages of government formation. The situation has improved somewhat. The government has created an independent body called uh, South Sudan Anti-Corruption Commission, headed by Pauline Briak. The Legislative Assembly uh, has passed a new law which defines the role of the commission. It is to educate the public about corruption, receive allegations of corruption from the public, uh, investigate, investigate and document these allegations, and submit the findings to the Ministry of Legal Affairs, which could then undertake any necessary prosecutions. A few days ago, Mrs. Riyadh announced in a press conference that various cases of alleged uh, corruption were being investigated, and this covered ghosts the Legislative Assembly, regular forces including the Army, Police and other forces, civil service and international NGOs. She's also revealed that the investigation will include tracking of any public funds that may have been transferred from including Africa, Europe and the United States. The credibility of the South Sudan uh, Anti-Corruption Commission has recently been questioned, with many people wondering why no one yet has been Prosecuted. So they are under pressure to deliver so. Uh, coming to governance, so one claim that the ruling southern elite can justifiably make is that the people of southern Sudan are better off <coughs> under southern Sudanese rule. Uh, but a failure in delivering security, services, and fairness 
and a failure to do these things soon enough could bring back the troubles that uh, have plagued South Sudan in the past. So although the government says the right things, it will have to be seen to be doing them as well. And although it has done some good things, these things are not enough considering the many challenges ordinary people uh, face every day. Um, the old party, the old Southern Sudanese Party Council, which is to review the constitution, will soon go to work. Um, so by, by around mid-time, sometime 2012, uh, there will be fresh elections. Maybe we'll have uh, a new democratically elected government of South Sudan, which hopefully this time uh, will be recognized by the opposition. But if all was needed was a government and legislative assembly, life would be easy. Girls would need to recruit more people and perhaps import expertise from other countries so that policies and services are actually delivered. Budgetary difficulties will remain even if oil revenue increases. This will always be limited because uh, the costs of government Southern Sudan, Southern Sudan in general, will have to pay the north for export and service costs. Uh, at least 2 million people, 2 million southerners, will fly back to the country in the next few years, uh, returning, refugees returning from northern Sudan, Africa, and further afield. The predicted gold rush will bring many foreign investors seeking to exploit the riches of the virgin and inexperienced country. The existing, the existing disparity between government, government employees uh, and the majority owners of southern Sudanese could also be worsened by the rise of a new superclass coming out of a new growing private sector. So the introduction of large-scale agriculture, often referred to as the real oil of southern Sudan, could displace a million of southerners from their native land. This would in turn uh, move them, force them to move into cities, increasing the population of these cities and unemployment, poverty, and crime rates in these cities. The oil extraction, uh, which is bound to increase in the coming years, will bring soil, water, air pollution, introducing a new, uh, a new public health hazard. If sufficient care is not taken with state borrowing, Southern Sudan could soon find itself paying huge sums of interest to foreign countries and banks. The factor that could shatter the hopes of, of uh, the, the people for a better future. <coughs> Southern, Sudan will not be, uh, Southern Sudan will not be spared these familiar problems and will have to fight them while at the same time dealing with its own very specific challenges. But problems don't necessarily equal failure, and definitely not jumping into failure before it is born by the 